4: On a windswept Thursday here in Frisco, Texas, it's time for another edition of... Mix shots inside Mm. the SWBC Mm. podcast studio. And thank goodness we're indoors because you can hear that wind whistling down the plane Mm. outside. It's windy in
5: here, too. (laughs) In the hallway. (laughs) hallway. It's it's cold. What's going on? It is cold. So mine's not working. ah,
4: Oh, no. You hit the mute button, man. Fight through it. You hit the mute button. Fight through it. Here we go. We got football players on a football field, and from the sound of it, it's going to be a real live football practice out there where they got pads on. There's going to be some hitting going on oh, ever
5: since. No, I think they're going to take it inside, buddy. This oh, is exactly They, yeah. got, they got dummies they're... blowing across the field. It's <laughs> 40 miles per hour there, out there. They got practice dummies rolling around out there. It's tough. Uh,
6: Brian Schottenheimer, he just did the press conference. Uh-huh. He said, today's practice, since they're in pads, he said, it will be up tempo juicy energetic <laughs> there will be running and there will be hitting juicy. there you go he
5: said juicy, he said
6: yeah, juicy. that's, that's right. a good one that, that sounds
5: really
0: so really even if they're out tatalizing. there in the wind
6: i expect nothing less
0: that's today. exactly he, he right. added that if we're going to start outside and see where it goes <laughs> i got a feeling it's going right inside once
5: they get the team yeah i think so
4: they're saying that uh wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour yeah, out there well i that. believe we, yeah. we,
5: we won't have that on sunday night uh-huh that's, That's what He, right. he also we pointed out,
7: indoors. he goes, and
0: we have a nice dome to play <laughs> Yes, in. Yeah. thank you. So there's no sense going out there and rooting an offensive practice. Mm-hmm. So this is the like first
4: padded uh, practice, practice since?
0: Probably since.
4: Uh, the last time they played Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, who was before? So the, Carolina was before Thanksgiving. And then the week before that? I can't get rid of us. Giants. Giants. So um, they might have got weeks. one in. On the Giants, maybe, because he knew they he didn't to, need one for Carolina. He had to let up for Carolina. No, because then <laughs> they know. had the short yeah. week, right? Yeah.
4: So, same yeah, thing. it's same been a while. Vir- virtually a month. Yeah. Probably. Uh-huh.
0: And he's only got two more left after today. I think they only he had, get a
4: certain number each year.
0: And you can't save them all to the end either. Or at least that's the way it used to be. Like, you couldn't save. Four for the last four weeks, there was a cutoff date where you had to use up all. That's all due to the collective bargaining. Yes, yes. I've
5: never watched us. I'm watching us right now. What are you watching? I'm watching us. Oh, how's it, how's it look? <laughs> I've never He's done Did you it. realize we were streamed? <laughs> I, I, You know, I was trying to find some, <laughs> some stats, and this keeps popping up. I can't get rid of it, so I'm like, might as well I'll start looking at it.
4: You just realized that they actually have video of us? <laughs> well, can, <bro. laughs>
1: they can't <laughs> see. We can, can
5: see. see yeah, you, you got to look our, over your, your shoulder. Even has gone. She sits there, and I got so to be my You Look over your my. I have to edge up in the back all the time now because people <laughs> look in the back of my head.
4: <laughs> but we did have a Brian Schottenheimer press conference today. We had a Dan Quinn one yesterday. And yep. of course, uh, Mike McCarthy had the emergency appendectomy that was successful yesterday afternoon. Yep. And understand he returned home this morning and uh, is working from the house today. Mm-hmm. Expected to return to the star tomorrow. I expected him to be here today.
0: Me too. I think he, I thought he'd be up in a window somewhere, sitting watching I, uh, from afar.
4: I wouldn't be surprised if they said, "Yeah, it was mid to late afternoon, I guess, before he had the surgery yesterday." Yeah. and mm-hmm. I think they probably said, "You know, what's he going to do if you release him from the hospital tonight?" Yeah. What What, what do you You're think? You're probably do? right. Yeah, he was going to head to the star. Sure you probably. Know? Yeah. yeah. And if so, if he's going to get, him, I would too. I would too. He's going to get a good like night's sleep.
2: business.
5: You know, I, I mm-hmm. come to work, and the next thing you know, I'm in the hospital. That's not what, that's not the way you want to. So end did everybody day. check their appendix today? We all. Do I don't that. have one. So. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Bill,
4: uh-huh. Bill
5: already used this. Oh,
0: up. so you have something in common with Schottenheimer and? <laughs> yeah, and, and
4: Schottenheimer Mike. told the story in this press conference, which he also we taped the Mike McCarthy show. It features Brian Schottenheimer this week. All now we right. didn't get into we didn't talk about his appendix uh, on the show, but prior to the show, he told the story that he did with at the press conference, which was at age fourteen he. Uh, uh, was doubled over in pain after a Cleveland Browns playoff loss yeah, so, yeah. Uh, maybe the Ernest Biner I don't know it if that was, was 87 that. he said it was it was the fumble it.
0: it was the fumble
4: game uh, yeah right? that was it and uh why
5: do you always make name name games after people's mistakes yeah, that's <laughs> right. you, know,
4: you are right. killing me with that the,
5: the fumble game, game. the, the Leonette, Leonette game
4: we got the Emerson walls
5: game walls game and everybody knows what you're talking about too the emmett smith game emmett smith
1: game okay here we go
4: uh, but he was doubled over in pain, and his parents thought when they came home, they thought he was just, um, you know, reacting to the loss. Come on, tough enough. At 14
0: years old? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Wow. That doesn't
0: usually happen. No. Yeah. yeah. So That's crazy. So he said his dad has to come home from a loss like that and then head right to the hospital to deal with doctors <laughs> and nurses. Hey,
5: come on, man.
4: The Browns lost. Do I have to be here? Well, he had a time on his hand. The season was over. <laughs> yeah, so. True. All right, so what else did you get out of the Brian Schottenheimer press conference today? Well, it sounded like that he is 100% uh,
0: optimistic or sure that McCarthy will be ready for the game Mm -hmm. uh, on Sunday. Um, He said uh, everything that they've done so far is full steam ahead. They haven't been uh, missing anything. He said Mike's been involved still with everything from afar. They'll Zoom probably today uh and uh yeah he said that uh, you know the interesting thing though is is he is he okay to stand on the sideline for three hours mm-hmm. i mean you can call plays from the coach's box mm-hmm. by the way and you're not close to the action either in case somebody runs into you and they don't have big doms standing there to protect <laughs> them, right?
5: So, uh, but other than yeah, that, that's right. Because he's still he's susceptible to injury. I mean, on the sidelines, that's true. They uh, do. I, I
0: forgot about that. I mean, yeah. even though it's a scope, they mm-hmm. do go into
4: you, right? Right, right. and so uh but yeah he he and sat- he did turn 60 earlier this month right or last month and uh you know at the age of 60 it's harder to stand for three hours at any time <laughs> surgery or not yeah even <laughs> if you haven't had surgery Your right, feet ever so? hurting, right? right.
2: He'll, he'll
6: probably be there but it's you never know how people's recoveries are gonna go so i mean he could be zooming in and you yeah. might be in still a little bit of pain or you know hunched over on the sideline on sunday right, so right.
0: and it takes a little while to recover from the anesthesia too it doesn't just you wake up and it's like, okay, but yeah. it's still kind of a little cloudy on uh, you. Yeah, I thought the funny thing was, and they asked him what kind of spirits he had. Did you talk to him? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, and you can't have a conversation with Mike. Two things will come up, football and Pittsburgh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's from, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So,
0: uh, so yeah, it's like, it seems like, okay, go, you know, got to, as, uh, as Savannah pointed out, padded practice, let's go. Uh, get going the tempo should
5: be good Spirits should be good L- last question just on that is it considered major surgery
4: uh so arth- you, i assume and we haven't heard any details i assume it was arthroscopic surgery okay, so, okay but it's
0: still no yeah, no it's not major to you right? right but the person that's getting the scope
5: it's major mm-hmm. right they, anytime they put you out
0: they, that talk, dawn,
5: they, they talked about guys that, you know, like with the kidney donation stuff, they said some guys went to work the next day after donating. Mm. And that's, that's crazy. Not the person that got it. No, the person that received it. The person that, that gave, gave it. Yeah, yeah, they said, I was like, I, it's no way I could have done that. But guys have gone. And now they only sat down at the desk.
7: Mm. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
5: still, yeah. you know, that's tough, man. Some people, yeah. yeah, he wasn't a football player either. He was just a guy. It went right back to work,
1: hmm.
5: and that's crazy. So that's why I would, and I saw what happened with Parcells. You know, I don't know how he felt. I don't recall, you know, how he talked on the sidelines or anything. But he seemed to be fine. Surgery that morning, game that night. Parcells on the Parcells. his appendectomy that's wild. on his appendectomy. Yeah, yeah. Back in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the hard part
0: is, and I don't know if Mike's had surgeries before. You know, the first time they start explaining to you the anesthesia, yeah, man, it's like. Oh, This is serious.
5: You're going under. Yes. Yeah. Like you. You. you, Hey. You may not come
0: back. And you you got no. You no
5: say. It's not up to you. Right. It's like
0: flying an airplane. You know. Okay. Count down
5: from ten. Somebody. Count down from ten. Okay. Ten. Nine. Yeah. You're done. And you're just hoping you'll wake up. Count (laughs) down for. Count down for no (laughs) reason at all.
0: And I, (laughs) you know, and you probably went through (laughs) it. It's very sobering to me to think, you know, these guys go have surgeries all the time to fix something. And we act like no big
5: deal, right? But when yeah. it's to you, yeah. I was looking at Burroughs on the sidelines, and I was just thinking, like, you know, just another surgery the person has to go through, you know, because he had the, his arm in the sling when, when I was watching the game. Uh-huh. And that's the, exactly what came to mind. It's like, you know, this guy had to have surgery. And, yeah. and you start thinking about the surgery that you had, like, hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not the,
0: easy. It's the old. It's uh, sobering. Very sobering, <laughs> yeah. right?
6: So while we're on. Surgeries. Can we move <laughs> to injuries? Yes. Okay, Perfect. great. Inform us. Do we want to do Phillies injury report from yesterday? Yeah, because yes. the Cowboys yes.
0: wasn't much.
6: Great. So some notable ones for Phillies practice yesterday. Fletcher Cox, uh, he was limited in practice. Age. Um, <laughs> Dallas Goddard, uh, with a forearm in, uh, injury, had full So he had been on injured
0: reserve, Mm -hmm. and so they're
4: somewhat surprised how quickly he's come. Did did he get hurt in the Cowboys game? game? Yes, we talked about that yesterday, Mm -hmm. and it was Marquise Bell Mm tackling a stiff arm.
6: Uh, Zach Cunningham, the linebacker, hamstring injury. He was limited in their practice yesterday, and uh, it was reported it was just a walkthrough. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But still, I think the notable one is Dallas. Yeah. And, sure. and, and Zach
4: Cunningham, and Cunningham too. He Cunningham. missed last week's game, and they he's released the last two, Christian right? Ellis, and uh, and so Shaq Leonard get an opportunity right off the bat.
5: Mm-hmm. They didn't mess it, around. Did they uh, come in right after his butt too. I'll mm-hmm. <laughs> come, out, come right go. at him. See if he's ready. Might as well. See, that's yeah. why in hockey they never reveal
0: the injury, <laughs> right.
5: right? Upper, or lower body. <laughs> that's all they say. <laughs> that's
0: all left. they say. That's it. But in football, it's like, okay, he's got a hand. Well, we'll mm. find
5: out about that hand in the pile. So but, that's it on injuries. I, I love it how Savannah saves us from going down rabbit holes. You yeah. See how uh-huh. she, You're welcome. You see how she, Back to football. She, she reeled us in. That was pretty good. That was pretty <laughs> There's
6: good. There's a few other guys. Um Jack Stoll, tight end, he was limited. uh Grant
4: Calter, yeah, yeah. Thank Thank you, you must uh, He
6: he was full in practice, and then we had Julio Jones, wide receiver, did not participate in Darius. He,
5: has he played?
4: Yes, he has. Yeah. And he's done? He, he played 10 snaps last week. Okay. And he, Did he get a, a, he a, a caught, Yeah, he's, he's had a few catches.
6: Okay, good. Uh, Darius Lay, he was on NIR rest.
4: Yeah, that's a veteran rest day. Oh, rest day. Yeah. 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 And the Cowboys that no, basically. NIR is not injury-related rest. And the Cowboys basically
0: were good, except for having put McEwen on IR to make room for Peyton Hendershot, mm-hmm. who I think they listed full, didn't they?
6: They did list as full for Peyton Hendershot yesterday. Now, the one that I was surprised by yesterday was uh, Rico <coughs> Dowdle. He was limited. So I chatted with him in the locker room mm-hmm. yesterday a little bit, and he told me he was limited. In Is that. he okay? Well, he said he was dealing with a little bit of the ankle injury still. still so. He just said that he didn't do too much yesterday. I don't know what their expectations are for today for him, though.
0: So he's been limited, I think, for the this is like three games oh, okay. in a row. He's okay. been and he's played. Yeah,
4: so Everson. They,
0: they're uh, just trying to get him to the game.
4: What Everson? What percentage of the roster do you think is limited uh, in some way at this point in the season? <laughs> <That's right.
5: laughs> Ninety percent. Right.
4: It's just a question of whether it's just a question. You make that injury report if you miss some time in practice. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's when the coach asks you, "Are you hurt or are you injured?" Yeah, uh-huh. that's when you got to make right. a decision. There's so many injuries. "Quote unquote injuries that that players are dealing with that never make an injury report." Mm-hmm.
0: Fractured ankle. Mm-hmm. Just just go ask hockey players. I I would think after the first week of the season, there's always something that hurts. You just got to play
5: through it. It's like playing basketball. It's like playing football on the basketball court mm-hmm. with ice. Yeah, because they don't. There's nothing soft to land on. Everything is hard.
0: <laughs> Man. When, when we were playing adult hockey, whatever equipment they
4: gave me, I put it on. Savannah, get ready to save us. He's, <laughs> going, he's about to go down well, the rabbit hole. if go down the, the hockey
6: rabbit hole, I could go down that oh, rabbit hole. Oh, she loves hockey, yes. Yeah, so, I she,
4: love so hockey. So I'll save, I'll save us from the <laughs> hockey rabbit hole, and we'll be back with more mixed shots in a moment. Oh,
3: that's funny.
7: Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
1: Cowboys football and Miller Light. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Light in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Light, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. mixed
6: shots K post roofing and waterproofing the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys
4: All right we continue on uh, mixed shots and I wish we would have gone down that hockey rabbit <laughs> hole uh-huh, because man, we got bad. a great got story, story from Mickey man. there about his charity challenge on ice days with the ticket playing no. hockey against a women's hockey team that yeah, he doesn't know, want well, to you're tell not us about. They, they, they,
5: they hit him yeah. in his cherries for charity. <laughs>
7: I, was, I, I was actually thinking, you know, that
0: was pretty good uh, uh, idea on their part. They yeah. knew where the soft part was. No, she, didn't get, she didn't
6: get a penalty.
0: <laughs> yeah, what happened to hooking, oh, you know? Oh, man. Okay, uh, Mickey, uh, you've got a I f- do. full legal pad there, and I thought uh, I enjoyed Schottenheimer's uh, answer on when he was asked about CD uh, and he and Dak hooking up on the deep ball. And I thought Everson can can jump on mm-hmm. jump in on this because mm-hmm. I've heard him say this before. He said, number one, uh, it starts with the release. We talk about jumping out of your shoes, meaning you got to get off the line of scrimmage, right? Right. And that's what you
5: don't want as a cornerback. Right. Well, most most cornerbacks, depending on the defense, they'll give you a particular side, but then they'll just make it rough on you to get off. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like Uh, direct you the way they they want you to go based on what the defense is. And our lesser of the evils with the flex was always uh, give up the outside short route, nothing inside. So most of the time we were shading the inside shoulder and making sure that whatever they did, you do not get inside. That, that was our number one thing. I, the first drill that Gene Stallings put us through was backpedaling on a wide receiver inside shoulder. That first drill, and he cursed me out on that first drill. You, I, did, you didn't get it done? I did it right. The, oh, okay. the guy ran another route. He ran out <laughs> and up. Like, we're not practicing on that, Coach. We're practicing on out routes, not out and up. This guy was on his own. <laughs> but I think I think Gene did that uh, to me just to right. You know, somebody's got to make an example. So what
0: he was point uh-huh. and what he was pointing out is that, that CD does a good job of holding the red line. So they've got that red line out mm-hmm. there, and they don't mm-hmm. want you, I'm guessing the receiver,
5: inside the red line because mm-hmm. then you don't give you the quarterback anywhere to throw the over ball. Over the shoulder, right? exactly. Over the outside shoulder. That's exactly right. And away from the safety. Right. You want to make sure and keep it away from the safety if you can. Even if you have it too deep. If he gets off well, you can still hit it in the hole. Uh-huh. You can still hit it in the little hole right there. So you can still do it. Uh, even if there is a cover two, uh, he can still make it in that little slot.
0: Well, that leads me into little research I did last night on C.D. Lamb. Mm -hmm. 90 catches uh, for 1,182 yards Mm -hmm. so far. And I'm going, he's still got five games to play.
5: That's crazy. That's a lot. That's crazy.
6: So
0: I factored it out over 17 games now. He's on pace for 127 catches. Now, I don't know that he'll continue on that pace, Mm -hmm. but Michael Irvin's single-season franchise record is 111 that he set in 1995. That's going down. Witten had 110 Mm in 2012. And then C.D. last year, I don't even know if we realize this. He, he's third now with 107. Mm-hmm. But he's on pace for 127
2: catches.
4: And we did it last month, a few weeks ago. We did the math from the, that point last year to that point right. this year. right? And he he was right around 125, 130 catches over that his last 17 games, basically. Right. yeah. And so now we're looking at it in a real season, 17 games, he's on that pace, 127 receptions. And then the pace for single season yards yeah. receiving.
0: So he's got 11.82 right now. He's on pace for 1,674 Michael Irvin's record uh, Michael, single season.
5: Michael's balling. Nineteen ninety five
0: was both uh, re- receptions and yards. Michael had one thousand six hundred and three yards, mm-hmm. and the funny thing—well, not and that was funny in sixteen thing. games. At sixteen games, and the amazing thing is the top three receiving yards in Cowboy history. It's all Michael Irvin. He had 1991, 1523, and that would have been his first full season after tearing his ACL. He came back in 90, but he missed the first half of the season before Mm. he got back. And then in 1992, he had 1,396 yards. So no other receivers, including the two that are in the Hall of Fame, and come close to what Michael
5: had. That lets you know if you bark loud enough, yeah, you
0: will get somebody's fed. gonna throw you, you will the ball.
5: Get fed.
4: <laughs> well, it, it's also a different. It was and a, different, it was a game different game in the nineties sure. compared to the seventies and, and early and actually 80s even Drew the eighties too. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. with
0: uh, Drew and Tony Hill. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll, I,
6: he'll break it. There's. I mean, it's going down. It's definitely going down. Mm-hmm. It's C D. He he knows what he's doing out there.
0: So, and, and I thought it was interesting somebody finally asked about Schottenheimer about the deep ball, but I like the jumping out of your shoes at the start. Well,
5: if you see how he does it, um, there's that, that hesitation. You know, mm-hmm. he almost, when he does a little hop uh, right before he makes his move, he's trying to see exactly where that DB is going to feign. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? He, if, he, if he hops, then he, he makes the DB commit first. Ah, never thought saying? of that. Yeah, and yeah. if the DB commits first, then he can pick a way to so go. So now he can know where to go. The way I see him doing his release now, go back to Hard Knocks. And when Amari Cooper was showing him how to get off the line of scrimmage. Mm. Did you, you remember that? Yes. He, that's exactly what he's doing right now. Amari said, pick a shoulder. Because uh, uh, CD's thing was he kept going straight at the, at the DB and then making his move. Like moves. trying to fight him. Well, go into him. He he, he gave him. T- he gave too much of himself. Uh huh. You gave him the, your entire body. See, Amari uh, uh, told him, you pick a shoulder, and when you pick that shoulder, that's when you start working the working the uh, defensive back. And that's exactly what he's doing. He was open uh, last week, but Dak had already thrown the ball on the fade. He was wide open, and what he did was he attacked the DB's outside shoulder, and the DB didn't react, and he kept moving. So if the DB reacts, he might come back inside, you see. So mm-hmm. it just depends on what the defensive back does and what the defense is. If he knows he's man-to-man with no help, then C.D. can release any way he wants. No one's going to give the DB help. Right. All he has to do is get on top of him and get
4: the leverage. And think about C.D., he's done this ever since he was in, well, yeah. probably in youth football Pop Warner. in Houston. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just looking back. In when he was in high school, he had his senior year in high school. He had ninety-eight catches for two thousand thirty-two yards and 33 98 touchdowns. Catches. Ninety-eight catches. Wow. So it would have been it, not one. They lost in the state semifinals, so they were probably a fourteen or fifteen-game season.
6: Where is he from again?
4: At Houston. New at, uh, now he, he's originally from New, New Orleans. Orleans, but they moved to Houston, and it's Foster High School, Richmond, Texas, okay. in the Houston area. Moved
0: when uh, at Katrina. Katrina.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so and it then, was him.
0: The linebacker from Oklahoma,
4: um, Murray?
0: Yes. And I think it it was
4: Delpit. Okay, Grant Delpit, safety at LSU. All those guys moved together,
0: and they were all – I've read this because I was looking at Murray. Yeah. They they were all on the same like Pop Warner team in mm-hmm. Houston, that, wow. undefeated. <laughs> right, they, no one could
4: beat them. So then carry it forward into college for CDA. Uh, okay, he had Baker Mayfield throwing to him his uh, first year. 40, 46 catches, only 807 yards. It was only a school freshman record, wow. seven touchdowns. Wow. Then he had Kyler Murray throwing to him his second year, and he had 65 catches, 1,158 yards, and 11 touchdowns. And then he had Jalen Hurts throwing to him his third year, and it was 62 catches, 1,327 yards, 14 touchdowns. He'd been doing this forever. Yeah, so none of this should come as a surprise. Right, and, and I'm sure for him, he was always thinking, well,
0: Everybody's like, well, "Can you do more?" And he goes, "Oh, yeah, I can do more." Well, and, and
4: hey, how about uh, along those lines? Uh, I mentioned uh, Schottenheimer filled in for McCarthy on the coaches' show today, and so we were talking about CD. I just asked him how fun is it putting a game plan together each week for CD Lamb, and <laughs>
5: just for CD? Yeah, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what CD that's basically what <laughs> it Down is. to all the right, <laughs> yes. that's
4: right, And so, so Schottenheimer brought it up himself. Said, "Okay, everybody knows that he came to us early." In the season, mm-hmm. and, you know, he wanted the ball. And the beautiful thing about C.D. is that you go out on that practice field and, yeah, he wants the ball and he does something about getting the ball and his the intention with which he goes about everything that he does mm-hmm. uh, is uh, remarkable.
5: And even with what he does, even with how he came out and what we expected from him, that just lets you know how tough this game is because he still had to make some serious adjustments. Was it last year? You know he was, you know, really wasn't as aggressive as he wanted him to be early in the season, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the season he showed us yep. the CD that we see now. Yeah. And even with that, changing offensive coordinator, and he feels like he's getting shafted. hmm And he's like, nah, I, I want to continue what I was doing the second half of last year. I'm sure that's what was on his mind.
0: And I thought uh, Schottenheimer they was talking about the passing game, and he they, they asked him something about the last Philadelphia game, the the game that Dak had, and Schottenhauer basically said, well, first open receiver gets the ball. <laughs> he goes, it's not planned out that that's going there, right? First open receiver gets the ball, mm-hmm. and that's when he he talked about watch, uh, watch Dak's feet mm-hmm. because ideally he said you want the quarterback to hit his back foot mm-hmm. and he can see the first guy, and he can see the second guy. And if it's not open, then he said watch his feet because he's probably going to extend the play. And then it's who scramble drill, right? Who can get open. But you're not sitting there one, two, three, four, right? First two, and then after
5: that, let's go. Chris Collinsworth uh, pointed that out during one of the early games, talked about his footwork, and mm-hmm. almost spoke of it the same way you did. And it was illustrated on one of the Monday night football games, or Sunday night football games. Uh-huh. mm mm-hmm.
0: So we're becoming offensive experts here. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And we, get, and, we get, and we get Everson to qualify what we're thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or correct
5: us, one of the two. I tell you what I'm qualifying right now. You were talking about these DBs. Al Harris needs to get some love. Mm-hmm. Did you hear, did oh, you hear um, uh, Quinn yesterday? No, I did not. Oh, he went on and on okay. about Al Harris. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent. Because I I did an interview uh, this morning with Saroy, with Mike, mm-hmm. and uh, he brought up Al's name. And I was I was remiss, like, man, I should have brought up his name. Mm-hmm. I, I never have brought up his name even in on this podcast mm-hmm. about what a great job he's doing. Our interception totals. I used to fuss all the time about us not getting picks. Mm-hmm. It just used to just get on my nerves, and now all of a sudden here this guy comes, and we are... On
4: the rise. especially when one guy's got eight.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it, eight? Last year, you got one with eleven. Eight with five yeah. to go now. Yeah, and then that's another thing. We can can need, he get four? Can he? Can he? He should have had nine. I know because he, he had those have two. Had, he was so
2: close.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was come close. on. So that,
5: that may have done it right there. That may doom him for. You know, he might be stuck at eleven with me and uh, Trayvon.
0: So I, I'll, I was just trying to get the stuff accurate when he was talking about.
4: Uh, Al Harris yesterday. Mm-hmm. So he, we're going to go for accuracy now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we um, never let
5: that hold up the show. <laughs> oh, gosh.
4: Sorry, we got a little pause here. We're going to try to, for once, be accurate <laughs> when I'm doing a quote. There you go, sir. <laughs>
0: and, he, and, he, and he basically was. The, he was asked. Oh, he brought up Al Harris yeah. on his own and the oh, work he he's done. With the young, and think about it with Diggs, okay. Now you got Deron Bland, a fifth rounder. That's not
5: a coincidence.
0: Jordan Lewis Mm -hmm. making plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you think about it, go back uh, a couple years ago, probably the best seasons Anthony Brown had, too, Mm -hmm. uh, after Al Harris got here. He said, if I was playing that position, I'm calling Al Harris and say, teach me. Mm-hmm. A- and he goes in, what better guy to teach you that has been coaching now in the NFL? This is his 10th year and has two Pro Bowls, two All Pro seasons. So he's been through it all. He has. All you got to do is listen. On championship teams, <laughs> yeah. too, right? Yeah. And he went on yeah. and on about how, how how much he's meant to this defense. Well, my daughter thinks he's cute,
5: so I'll bring
0: that up. Now, he's fun to talk to, I know that.
5: <laughs> uh, where,
4: where do you go to college? Oh, Kingsville. Yep, Texas a and Kingsville. Kingsville. Same wow. as Daryl Green'sville. Green. Right. Yeah. Of course Daryl Green, it was that. Texas A&I back yeah. then. Yeah.
0: And he played 15 years in the league. Mm-hmm. Dang.
4: Six, and he was a sixth-round draft pick mm-hmm. in 1997.
0: So you can find cornerbacks
5: on That's every right. corner. Any corner. That's what Gil Brandt says, yes. Any gas station. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Thank you, racist Gil. We appreciate your love. Rest in peace, my man. It's like, it's like Parcells,
0: Parcells would say in the middle of the season when somebody says, well, it looks like you need another running back or whatever, and he goes, Yeah. And you don't just go down to the Texaco and get one. That's what Gil said. Oh, <laughs> All right, back with
4: more mixed shots and yes, more comparison shots in just a moment.
7: The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor.
1: Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys.
4: And they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down.
3: Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust.
1: to make shots
6: the 2024 nfl pro bowl games are taking over orlando Mm. and the roster is up to you cast your ballot for the 2024 pro bowl games vote and send your favorite cowboys players to compete in the ultimate afc versus nfc showdown this february vote now at probowl.com
2: vote
0: Mm. Apparently, the Cowboy fan is out there voting. They've got like six guys leading. Their... I didn't see the early voting. It just you came it? out yesterday. Yeah. So
6: I have a couple of them. Okay, good. For wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb is second right now. Uh, Tyreek Hill is number one.
0: Okay. For we'll give him that. We could live with that.
6: For cornerback, number one, Deron Bland. Yeah. There you go. Shout out Al Harris. Mm. We were just talking mm-hmm. about that. Let's see for quarterback, Dak Prescott number 3.
4: Mm-hmm. Who's F- one and two?
6: Tua is number 1, CJ Stroud number 2.
4: Oh. And Brock Purdy's not
6: listed. Outside linebacker is number 1 TJ Watt and number 2 Micah Parsons. So that's that's the four I have. They have
5: they have Dak
4: behind CJ yeah,
5: Correct.
6: Tua
4: and CJ. Yeah. Barack
6: is number six on that list, so there's ten, there's ten players for each category. Also,
4: I think I read
0: where Zach Martin was leading at guard, uh, and there were was, was six of them that were the head of their position, but Zach Martin was, was listed.
4: Uh, oh, and Aubrey, the kicker. Who's made how many in a row now?
6: 26, not, 26. Wasn't
5: 26 in Bobby, a row. Abby wasn't on there.
6: No. I don't have the rest of the. It was on list. what I read this morning. This okay. was. This is the voting leaders.
4: By the way, so cool. there was much talk in the preseason and off season about the Cowboys' kicking situation, and mm-hmm. this name was brought up quite a bit. That why don't they go sign this guy? Well, he just this guy just retired, Robbie Gold. Oh, he did. He did retire, yes, Mm. this morning or yesterday.
0: And no one really signed him, did they? No,
4: no, he wasn't picked up. Well, one of the reasons was You got to be able to
0: kick off. You got to kick off. Mm. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, uh, I was just wondering about this and I finally found the stat. Aubrey has 79 kickoffs, 76 of them are touchbacks. There's so few. When I was talking to him, he knew the games that there was a return in, and Mm -hmm. it was only three of them. So think about this: he's got, he had 39 extra points, 36 for 39, 26 field goals, and 79 kickoffs. So he's kicked the ball 144 times with five games to go, which is a lot. And I was, I was asking him. I said, "I, I. I did it very delicately. I just want to come out. You got a tired leg? You know, I I didn't say that. I said, but you have to be careful. You've kicked a lot, Uh, not to mention however many games he played in the USFL. I think it was 10 regular season and maybe two playoffs. And he says, well, uh, I don't practice kickoffs anymore during the week. Uh, and I, and it sounded like uh, Fossil was suggesting they cut back on just how much he practices, uh, because they have to. That's a lot of. They got to keep an eye on it, yeah. right?
5: We're scoring a lot of points, right? <laughs> well,
0: that's what happens. So you got to <laughs> kick extra points, and you got to kick <laughs> off, right? So anyway, you, we brought him
4: up, but uh, yeah. yeah, I've he, got the complete list on the Pro Bowl. Brandon Aubrey is number one amongst kickers in the Pro, Pro Bowl Let's voting. go. So, good stuff. There good you stuff. go. Uh, and by the way, Tyron is third amongst tackles behind Trent Williams and Lane Johnson and guards. You mentioned Zach Martin and I just lost the list and <laughs> where they, why wouldn't they put the tackles next to the guards? <laughs> I mean, what kind of list is a guard? It's probably Zach is number one. Tyler Smith is number four. That's what I wanted to find out. Tyler is number four. And this is just fan voting at this point. Fan voting. So, technically, uh, Zach Martin and Tyler Smith, both in the top four, would both be to starting guards on the Pro Bowl team. <coughs> and um, think about it. The Cowboys. Be honest. Had- That's fine. Where they put center on this list. Probably high. Uh, if it's Kelsey, Kelsey's number one. And um, Biotta, is number six on the list. Mm. Well, he was high enough last year to be invited as a replacement yep. or alternate.
5: Yep. So you think you get a lot more uh, replacements because it's in Orlando?
4: And the fact they they don't play anymore, do they? It's going
5: yeah. to
0: be
4: fewer Black. replacements. Right. There's, yeah. there's fewer replacements yeah. now. And so there won't be as many people making the Pro Bowl team now that they don't play a game. And it's less expensive to bring your family with
0: you oh. it's that, instead of going to Hawaii, right? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to Hawaii. You would
5: hope uh, they don't play in that game, let's just be honest with you.
0: Well, but they can get the recognition, right?
5: We don't want them to play in the game.
0: Yeah. Well, we understand, Chris. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Let's move on. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Playing in the game is d- doesn't mean anything, especially when it comes to if
4: people have bonuses, right? You know why Chris was saying that, right? Yes. Okay. I don't. Because we want to play in a game in Las Vegas. It's ah, called the Super Bowl. Nice. Good job. Guys. Well, you know what? That was the answer I got <laughs> from
0: DeMarcus Lawrence yesterday w- uh, when uh, – he got done with his uh man of the year uh-huh. nomination. uh nomination each team nominates one guy uh i said something to him i said, we were talking about playing the run i said and that stuff usually never stands out i said but it should for the pro bowl voting and he goes yeah he goes you know i don't worry about that i've been to it he goes uh he goes, the only bowl I'm worrying about is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, and, but we talked about playing the run, and uh, he he basically pointed out, well, he goes, I play real football. <laughs> I love it. He, he's so <laughs> just a few words, right? But you got to play the run. And he, and he talked about how uh, it's improved his game by them moving him around right. in mm-hmm. different spots. So now they can't focus on, well, this is – All, you know, I got or no, he said he he can focus on different things because if you're playing always left defensive end, your toolbox is how do I win here? But when they put you in the middle or the other
4: side, you got to change things up. Why didn't teams think of this before? They didn't really do it, did they? But Parcells was set in his that three-four defense. You yeah. line up, and it's a certain body type yeah. and so forth that LT you're lining has up has to he to be over, over here. Uh-huh. Charles Haley, Haley has never has moved from the here. left side. Well, the flex, yeah, you know, the flex. Yeah,
0: Tuttle was always right next to him. Charles was on the left, and Tony Tolbert was on the right. Yeah. They never Is changed it be-
4: it. because football has changed so much, in the short passing game. And I mean, that's the that's why Marquise Bell can play linebacker.
5: Well, it seems like everyone seem they seem to be so impressed with someone that can play left and right side. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it last year. I didn't think it was a big deal. You know, uh, one tackle versus the other offensive tackle. Right, That's a, that was a big deal for us last year having Tyron play both sides, and it was right. a little bit difficult for him. Mm-hmm. So, I,
4: but I'm talking like defensively, you just line up their defensive guys where they can come from all. Any you don't know where they're going to come from. Right,
5: but for some reason, they don't think that they can play both sides. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with cornerbacks, that was a kind of taboo. Then guys start doing it, and you know, next thing you know. What's the big deal? I just never thought mm-hmm. that it should make a difference.
0: Because there was always a big deal about, well, is he going to follow some wide receiver? And it's like, well, we don't follow. We play sides. I remember like, that,
4: right? But this is just like, for instance, the uh, the hybrid linebackers where Marquise Bell at 215, 220 pounds can play mm-hmm. linebacker mm-hmm. every snap on defense, mm-hmm. basically. Now, that's, now. That is, that's different. Yeah, yeah.
5: That is something that's different from even that, five, from years five years ago. ago right. I remember it right. was yeah.
4: one of my favorite guys in the draft – Who's a kid from Florida State, Telvin Smith? Who I mean, I just love watching his tape from Florida State, which was 2014, whatever. Mm-hmm. He wound up being a fifth round draft pick, but he played at Jacksonville and played well. I think he may have made them Pro Bowl one year, mm-hmm. and um, had some off the field stuff. But. um he was 215 pounds basically and so he would you could not draft him even in the third round because he's just too small to play mm-hmm. inside linebacker mm-hmm. in this league whatever but he he's made for this this brand of football
0: never too small anymore right Cavante Turpin <laughs> oh by the way I read into Rocket Ishmael before the press conference right and uh we it, it, we started talking about returns and how special teams seems to especially returns has been And next thing you know, two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's I, the way you talked to him. I had to stop because because Schottenheimer <laughs> came in and I go, Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, he's probably still talking but about he that. was he was he said, Oh, I was on to Turpin long time ago. Mm-hmm. He said my son played with him at oh, wow. TCU. Wow. And mm-hmm. he said I knew this kid had something special. And so we started talking about kickoff returns and punt returns. And I had looked up kickoff returns, right? And so they had it NFC, but usually it says NFC, NFL. Mm -hmm. Well, it only said NFC, and there was only, like, a couple guys on there, right? AFC, there were no punt returners listed. Really? I don't know if they didn't have any or there wasn't enough to qualify, uh, and then, you know, we were talking about it and, and, and his ability to return, uh, punts, like kickoffs, mm-hmm. it, it, we don't get kickoffs anymore, but punts. And he said, Oh, we haven't goes, been getting many punts. I, no, cause they, <laughs> fair there was catching, zero right? in, well, I mean, plus, in the last we, game. Right. The last game, I think had he had zero zero punts. A, I think he has a 11 in 12 <laughs> games. Punt uh-huh, returns. Uh-huh. I think that's what I saw. Um, and, and and yeah, and, and Rocket goes. Oh, when I saw this guy, he goes. I, I, he he's got. He said he's got this unique ability, not only the speed, but to read where yes. the blocks are. That's what he's got. Yeah, that's what he's got. And uh, he he's goes. He's not oh, just
5: out there running fast. My favorite
0: guy, right? Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was. And a return interesting. guy like
5: Rocket, he knows yeah.
0: exactly what it looks right. like. Yeah, because yeah. he was talking about how much they were worked on returns mm-hmm. before. Uh, he said, especially at Notre Dame. Uh, but now it's like, oh, okay, you might get a kick. You know, here's what's going to happen Sunday night. 90,000 people are going to be standing, waving their towels for the opening kickoff, right? And then it's going to be a touchback. Mm-hmm. And it's like just taking a balloon and popping it, right? But that's kind of what they're doing to, you know, make sure guys are safe.
4: Yeah, damn it. And, by the way, the uh, Pro Bowl voting for return specialist, Kevante Turpin, is number four on the list. Behind who? Rashid Shaheed of the Saints is number one. Keyshawn Nixon of the Packers is number two. And Braxton Berrios of the Dolphins is number three. I bet you the first two guys have returns for touchdowns. Yeah, probably. Because yep. so Tur- that always helps out Turpin average, needs average. Right? Turpin needs to take one to the house that doesn't get called back.
5: Right. That's the point.
4: Uh huh. That's right. Well, he won. He got on the. He was a Pro Bowler last year based on two returns for touchdowns in the preseason. <laughs> oh, that That's, was basically true. It was. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I mean, he had a good average, but he didn't take one to the house in the regular season. So he's got eleven
0: punt returns, seventeen fair catches, seventy-three yards. So six six uh, a return, and then on he's only had six kickoff returns. He's averaging thirty-one point seven, thanks to his sixty-three
4: yarder. Sunday night would be a perfect time for perfect. him to take yes. one back to the house, just like Kelvin Martin did against the Philadelphia in Eagles 19, cause, cause in nineteen ninety-one. In nineteen ninety-one, when the Cowboys won the division in Philadelphia mm-hmm. on a cold, wintry day in mm-hmm. December,
0: we had a good, uh, good, good discussion on Philadelphia last night on Crosstalk. Uh, Nate Newton and the special guest was Jim Jeff Oh, yeah. And oh, Jeff Coat, wow. Jeff Coat, I've never seen Jeff Coat like this before. He grew up in Jersey. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, I always hated Philadelphia. <laughs> and I'm going, what? And he goes, yeah, I always hated them. And then I hated them worse when we had to play them. <laughs> it was pretty funny.
4: Okay, we're out of time on this edition of Mixed Shots and, oh, Tomorrow will be a fabulous football fight song Friday edition. The beat Philly All edition. Right. Oh. Stampede at you. <laughs> All right. To pick. See you at noon on Friday. Go
1: Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!